0: Hey friend, if you joined me for our last timely tips on episode 147 and 149, you know that statistically speaking, in less than eight seconds, your attention will be diverted to something else. Squirrel! With all the things competing for my attention via my phone, some days I feel like my dog Maggie, or maybe even Rocky, chasing after the squirrels in our backyard. And if you recall... Even a goldfish has an attention span longer than a human these days. Sure, a goldfish and a dog don't have the device in hand nearly 24-7, but they also don't have a sense of what matters beyond the moment either. God has put that knowing in our hearts as humans. But let's be honest, we are still tempted to give our best time and attention to lesser things. Maybe you've been more mindful since this is the third episode on this topic. Or maybe you're still in default mode when it comes to how often and why you pick up your phone. Either way, paying attention to when you pick up your phone is the next step to intentionally choosing how to fill the void with what truly matters. So let's pay attention to when together. Hey, busy girl, welcome to the Redeem Her Time podcast. Do you wish you were able to actually follow through on intentions and know where God wants you to focus? Do you find yourself looking up daily routines, time management, or life balance? Do you try to stick to your priorities, but find yourself overwhelmed and overcommitted because you said yes yet again? That's not the life he intends for you. Hey, I'm Lissa, Christian time management coach, priorities protector, and recovering to-do list girl. And I get it. I filled my plate with all the things and felt stretched too thin and only half present. I wanted to say no without the guilt so I could be available for what mattered most. But I felt like I didn't have enough time, energy, or self-discipline to make it all happen. Then, God led me to manage my time with faith as a foundation. On this podcast, you'll discover how to know what he's called you to, make the best use of your time, and overcome distractions so you can be more present and lovingly say no. It's time to give your best time and attention to what matters in this season and in light of eternity. Grab something to sip and open up your heart and calendar. I'm about to show you how to redeem your time with God at the center of it all. You ready? Now, before we go any further and something else distracts you, let me just say this Declaration of Digital Independence Challenge has been heart and life shaping. I've elected to put my phone to bed right after dinner for the month of July in order to fully focus on the conversation, interaction, or information that is right in front of me, aka to give my full focus to my family, myself, and the Lord as part of my intentional evening refill. And it's made all the difference in how my relationships, body, mind, and soul feel. And it's been so amazing to watch the other women in our Redeem Her Time community make similar declarations that address their digital dependence so they can focus on who and what truly matters in this season. So if you're looking for inspiration and implementation to finally reach for your phone less often too, come join us and see for yourself, no matter what time of the month it is or the year for that matter. And don't worry, Joining us won't suck you into the social black hole where your time mysteriously disappears. In fact, it's giving women back their time. Want your time back too? Come see for yourself at redeemhertime.com forward slash community or use the link in the show notes because I always leave it there for you. We've talked about a lot of scary stats the past few weeks from how much of our precious time we give away to our devices 112 hours a month on average, to be exact, to how it is affecting our attention span, reducing it down to eight seconds as of this date, plus many more. So go back and listen to episodes 147 and 149. All of it has an effect you can't deny. Studies show that 25% of teens forget important details about their close relatives and friends. Hello, I don't know about you, but I'm well past my teens and still forget things my daughter told me earlier today. 7% of people forget their own birthday. Now, I've got that one dialed in, but I've had to stop to do the math on how old I am way too many times. And 39% of Americans have forgotten one basic piece of information or lose one item they use on a daily basis in the last week. A week, more like every day. All this forgetfulness, undoubtedly causes issues in our faith walk, our relationships, our work and service, our finances, our health, our passions, our homes, but it's worse than a little harmless interruption. We've developed what Addis Hixley wrote about way back in 1936, when people didn't even have TVs at home, that man has an almost infinite appetite for distractions. In his classic novel, Brave New World, The future he described was not ruled by a dictator, aka a tyrant on a throne, but by distractions. Remember those 3,000 tyrants in arm's length way? Such that sex, entertainment, and busyness are all it takes to unravel the fabric of society. Did he know something that we are hardly even aware of? Now, distraction is nothing new. James called it being double-minded in James 1, verses five through eight, we are all looking for answers, aka wisdom. And while we should ask God, the source of all wisdom, we often turn to the voices on our phones instead. And then we wonder why we feel like a wave of the sea, driven and tossed by the wind of whatever it is that's in front of us in the moment. When we are distracted from the with God life, we are double-minded and unstable in all our ways. As John Mark Comer points out in The Ruthless Elimination of Hurry, the problem is, even if we realize and admit that we have a digital addiction, our willpower doesn't stand a chance against the like button. And that's if we even admit we have a problem, because most of us won't. He goes on to point out that psychologists say the vast majority of our relationship to our phones falls at least under the category of compulsion. We have to check that last text, click on Instagram, open that email, etc but most of us are past that to full-on addiction. Addiction, really, Lissa? I mean, it's not like those other vices we know we should avoid, or is it? Let's see. The definition of addiction. The relentless pull to a substance or activity that becomes so compulsive it ultimately interferes with everyday life. By that definition, I think we are all addicted in some measure to our devices. So let's take a test to prove my theory, or at least to create the awareness to do something about it. When do you mindlessly reach for your phone? In the past month, or even in the past day or week, total the number of these top 10 places where you've pulled out your device. Are you ready? At home. You find yourself mindlessly using your phone while at home, whether it's scrolling through social media, watching videos, or playing games. At work, despite being in a professional environment, you mindlessly waste time on your phone, checking personal messages, or engaging in non-work related activities. On your commute, during your daily commute on public transportation or in your vehicle, hopefully at a red light or in a parking lot, you frequently turn to your phone as a way to pass the time housing social media or consuming content. What about at cafes and restaurants? While waiting for food or drinks, or simply sitting alone, do you resort to your phone to fill the gaps in time? And those waiting rooms. Whether it's in a doctor's office, a salon, or any other waiting room scenario, your phone can become a common source of distraction and entertainment while you wait. Public transportation, or transportation in any form? Planes, trains, and automobiles provide ample opportunities for you to mindlessly spend time on your phone to combat boredom during the journey. What about at social gatherings? In social settings, you may find yourself distracted by your phone, checking notifications, or engaging with virtual conversations instead of actively participating in the real life interactions happening right around you. What about a lunch or break area? During lunch breaks at school or work, You might resort to your phone for entertainment instead of engaging with others or taking a break from screens. In parks and outdoor spaces, it's crazy. Even in the beautiful outdoor setting, you may still be tempted to use your phone, whether it's to capture photos, check social, or play some games. And let's be honest, many of us struggle at bedtime because often our mindless phone use before bed has us scrolling through various apps instead of getting the restful sleep that we actually need. So, in how many different places did you mindlessly or mindfully reach for your phone when there was a lull or void? Now, I don't mean something directly related to what you're doing, like looking up directions, texting your mom from the parking lot, or finding that song your daughter wants to listen to. I mean, in how many places have you picked up your phone for no good reason? Got your number? Was it one? Three? Six? Eight? All 10? No worries. Just like last week with the reasons why, the number really doesn't matter. What matters is that when you reach for it in the moment, you're not fully present to who and what matters in the moment. And I bet if I were to ask you to look back, you wouldn't even remember what you thought mattered so much at the time. How do I know? Cause I do it too. We've spent a lot of time on the road over the past few weeks, and that's one place I have to fight the temptation to fill the hours with a screen, all while missing the view. And more importantly, the connection and conversation with my fellow travelers. Another common place for me to whip out my phone is on the couch in the evenings. Instead, I should be giving myself a much needed break from screens, or better yet, creating intentional memories with my family, or refilling my spirit with the Lord, or resting my body with sleep. So where do you tend to mindlessly reach for your phone? And more importantly, what matters more in that moment? The possible answers will vary as all of our lives are unique, but I guarantee one of these three is right in front of you at all times, and would be a much better investment of your time and attention. Are you ready for these three? Number one, others. No one I know lives on an island, so whether it's at home, at work, at the store, at church, anywhere you're out and about, chances are there's someone around. We all know we should focus on our family and friends, neighbors and co-workers, but do we? And do we even take time to acknowledge the passerby we don't know and may never see again? I believe God has a reason for every person he puts along our journey or causes to cross our path. So don't pass them by without sharing a kind word, a smile, or a helping hand. Number two, opportunities. Now, most of us don't wake up and go through our day without a care in the world or a responsibility to fulfill. So whether it's around the house, in your business or career, In your community, anywhere you're called to serve, paid or unpaid, formal or informal, noticed or unnoticed, for yourself or for others, there's something God has given you to do. But do you? That's not to say that intentionally taking a break is a bad thing. But are we living with intention? Are we looking for opportunities to serve God and to serve others? I believe God has a calling for us in every place he leads us. So don't leave any place without making it better. And number three, the one who fills us. I know it may sound cliche, but it's true. Wherever we go, he is there. Chances are there are others around or ways we can serve, but sometimes we're in that place when no one and nothing needs our attention. Whether that's in the car by ourselves, on a walk with a dog, on the deck with a book, Anywhere we are, he is there too. And he longs for our participation in the with God life. So maybe you can connect through prayer in speaking speaking or listening, or through scripture in reading or meditating, or in creation through just enjoying or exploring, or maybe just being in the moment, not doing anything but letting him fill you. I don't know about you, But it's in those times that I come away with true peace that my phone can never deliver. And I never regret it. We're just halfway through the month of July, so it's always the right time to grow your awareness around something God is leading you to grow in, or away from in this case. And it's never too late to seek out community to be intentional. So let's do the second half of the month together. If you haven't already, come make your declaration of digital independence inside the Redeem Her Time community with your what, how, and why. And if you already did, then just recommit to yours by encouraging someone else to join us. No matter how long you've participated in the challenge, pay attention to where you mindlessly pick up your phone and be even more mindful of others, opportunities, or the one who is right in front of you. Guaranteed, after this month, this season, this year, your lifetime, what's on your phone won't even matter. Thanks for your attention all the way to the end. May I quick pray for you and for me? Dear Lord, we admit we are forgetful and distracted people. And because of that, we often miss the people, the opportunities, and you who are right in front of us. Give us eyes to see and a heart to love what will last longer than the quick fix that we get in the moment or think we get from our devices. And when we do mindlessly reach for our phone, may your spirit prompt our attention towards what matters more in the moment, the season and in light of eternity. We humbly admit we can't do this without you and without each other. So draw us to yourself and into community where we will be reminded of the truth to direct our daily choices. Thank you for how you have been and will continue to work in our hearts as we seek to live out a with God life. And thank you that you are always fully present, ready to be with us. May we look up and around instead of down. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. Okay, friend, I'll see you over inside the Redeem Her Time community where we'll talk more about this. Thanks for joining me for this episode. And until next time, remember, you do have all the time you need for what he has called you to in this season and in light of eternity. Follow his example to create a rightly ordered schedule and a rightly ordered heart because you are here for such a time as this. Hey, before you go, I pray this episode blessed you, challenged you and moved you to take action. So what was the one thing God showed you today? I'd love to hear. So would you take a minute to leave a review on Apple podcasts? It makes my heart smile. And that way I know you're liking the show. And it helps other busy Christian women, just like you, find real life answers too. Speaking of which, grab the link and share this with someone you know that's been praying for a breakthrough. And don't forget to come join the after party inside the Redeem Her Time community. We're not just about knowing, we're about doing, together. Head on over to redeemhertime.com to join the community, leave a question to be featured on the podcast, schedule a free 15-minute strategy session, or all the above. Of course, I'll drop the link in the show notes because I know you're a busy girl. Look carefully then how you live, not as unwise, but as wise. Redeeming the time because the days are evil. Ephesians 5, 15 through 16. I'll see you in a few days, friend. God bless.